Hi everyone, this is Pastor Jack Wilson, and this is Ya Think. Today I want to talk about the verse, 1 Thessalonians 5.24, which says, Faithful is he that calleth you, and also will do it. Wow, that's a heavy, that's a heavy verse, because if you don't know what it means, let me tell you, it's the one who calls you is God, and he's faithful. In other words, if he calls you to do something, he will also do it. Not he will also cause you to do it. He will do it. He is the one who does it. You are just the puppet man, okay? And I, I really like to uh, emphasize that because there's a lot of pastors out there and evangelists out there who thinks they're all the end-all and be-all of the Christianity. And I'm going to tell you, the end-all and be-all of Christianity is Jesus Christ and God the Father along with the Holy Spirit. There's nothing else. Folks, there is nothing else. Somebody who did this or that, the other thing, was only done by God. All right? How many, how many times do you see a, a young lady flipping her hair back and forth and thinking who she is? And the Bible clearly says, do you have something that wasn't given to you? You, you? you don't have anything that wasn't given to you. Anything you have to brag about, the only one you could brag about is in the Lord. Amen? Amen. I came to this country to marry my wife. Alright? Yes, I, I met her on the internet. Well, what happened is my last wife passed away. And after a while, I, I, I was very lonely, and uh, uh, a fella uh, that uh, I used to uh, manage a couple of buildings in Manhattan, and uh, the fellow who used to read the meters, the electric meters, used to come down and say, oh, I just married this Filipino woman, and oh, she's so great, and oh, this and all that, and I got tired of hearing him. One day he came down and he says, oh, I had to yell at my wife last night. I said, you had to yell at your little princess? Yeah, what was the problem? She won't stop doing things for me. And I thought, you're some kind of a nut. Okay? How do you find women like that? And he says, well, I found her on this, uh, this uh, site. And so I went to the site, but I went to the site with my daughter. Alright? Because I didn't want anybody thinking anything wrong about this. And we're looking through the pictures, looking through the pictures, and I saw one picture, and I knew right away that was it. And as I thought that in my heart, my little girl pointed her finger and said, Daddy, she's the one. Now, all these other girls had big stories about them, but this one just had the name. It said Christian. And that was, you know, how to contact her. That was it. So I wrote to her, and when I wrote to her, she wrote back, she says, I don't know how you got my name, but I didn't put any ad in anything, she said. And then the second time I wrote back to her, I said, I'm disappointed because I thought maybe we could have some kind of uh, relationship, you know, see what happens. So she says, okay, uh, you keep writing, and if it's God's will, it'll be God's will. So, all right, great, we did. Make a long story short, after about eight, nine months of that, I asked her to marry me, and, and then within the year, I was over there in the Philippines, and we got married, okay? And that was the calling of God on my life to be married. 
but also it was the time I was called to be a missionary. And so we know the story of me becoming a missionary. God said I would come back, and it was three years later after I did that God finally said, okay, it's time to go. But let me tell you about those three years. First of all, who called me? Did my, my heart call me? Well, my heart announced the calling, but it was God who called me. And so many times we hit a roadblock, and we were worried that we would not be able to do this mission. I'm, I'm telling you. You have to wonder, when you get nervous like that, when you think, oh no, maybe this mission is not going to work out, you have to ask yourself, is God not powerful? Did God not call me? You know, and, and I'm a little ashamed for that, but, but God through all that gave me, a, gave me a lesson and he taught me how to depend on him and that he was the ultimate answer for all my problems and all my needs, all my wants and all my desires. Everything comes from him. But anyway, in his four years, we had an evil pastor who tried to stop us. Yes, he was evil, man. He was evil. His whole family was in on the thing. and uh, It was just an evil thing. It wasn't a Christian thing for sure. And if anybody heard the story, you would say definitely, this man was not acting as a Christian. We had a so-called friend, another, and I want to put finger quotes, but you can't see him, pastor, that went up against us. I don't think he's any longer in the ministry anymore. And we had others spreading bad rumors about us. Bad rumors about us. And let me tell you, we were at this church. We were fixing the church up. We were helping with the students in the school. We were doing the yard work. We were everything you could do in that church we were doing. We had no time to do anything wrong. Yet there were people who had time to find bad rumors to spread about us. One guy, one guy, this is funny. One guy went into the pastor and says, I don't think he's a real pastor. I think he's a priest. <laughs> oh my Lord, the stories they come up with. And why would he come up with things like this? Because the devil puts it in their heart to go against us. And we had worthless Filipino pastors who made money in America, yet they would not support us. We had no money for airplane tickets. We had no place to live. We had no vehicle to use. Uh, matter of fact, uh, there was, we had a half a dozen uh, Filipino pastors that swore they were going to support us. And then later on, they, they found reasons not to support us. One pastor said, oh, he met his wife on the internet. That's not godly. Oh, by the way, folks, we're married 21 years. We've had a successful ministry for the last 15 years. Uh, but that wasn't godly, according to him. I don't know what he's doing over there. All I know is he changed his name when he got to America. Maybe he was hiding out from somebody. And we had other pastors who told us they were going to give us money and just never gave us any. Never gave us any. Uh we had others spreading bad rumors about us. We had worthless Filipino pastors who made money here. Made money. 
and yet they would not support us. We had no money for airplane tickets. We had no money for a place to live. We had no vehicle to use. I, I say that twice because it's true. It's what was there. And you have to understand, we had no reason to expect that we were going to go on the mission field except that God had called us to go on the mission field. Duh. There they go. I don't know who they're going for. And then we got here. And we had bills already for people who used to live in the house where we were living. We had no money in the, for medicines. We had only $550 per month income for home and church. And you know what? We had to pay off a water bill. We had to pay off an electric bill before they would even turn us on. We had to pay off the last people's bills before they would turn us on. And guess what? They were relatives. Can you believe that? These are the people that have gone against us. These are the people who have done the deeds of Satan. And I like that one song. It says, I made it through the rain. And uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful song. It's about somebody who just kept going, just kept fighting. And, and I want to say, uh, instead of I made it through the rain, we made it through the rain. I made it through the rain because of him. Uh, that's, that's the answer there. My medicine, I, I had, uh, oh, 10 different pills or something. My medicine was going to be $300 a month. And I only got in about 550 a month. And I looked on top of the refrigerator and half my medicine was gone and I started to cry. Again, you know, I should have depended on God, but I started to cry. And then I said, Lord, you didn't bring us here to kill us. You either have to uh, supply my medicine or heal me. So he decided to heal me. One month later, I took a test. There was nothing wrong with me. Two months later, I took a test. There was nothing wrong with me. Now, my diabetes eventually came back and showed up because I found out where McDonald's was and Burger King and all the candy places, and uh, before you know it, I was in bad shape again. But God did, and God was faithful. He was faithful. Uh, we had only 550 per month income for the home and for the church. And we met in squatters' homes. We had no building. Then we rented a building. And we thought there would be a split because we had those who took us to the immigration court. We had complaints to the barangay by a few people. The landlord wanted us to leave. And we started a music ministry. We started teaching academics. We built a sink area and bathroom. Brand new, beautiful bathroom. It would have cost 15000 In America, it cost us 1000 We gathered 50 to 80 door knockers per week. That's quite a few people. Eh? And then we, uh, we started a music ministry. Uh, we gathered, uh, we sent kids to Bible college and then additional college. We enrolled kids in school. We made uniforms. We got birth certificates. We started a seven-day-a-week feeding program. And some got better employment. Some had marriages restored. 
Some had children doing great who weren't doing great before. And then I read the scripture again, 1 Thessalonians 5.24, Faithful is he that calleth you, you also will do it. What do we look forward to? A compound, a 2,000 seat sanctuary, an outdoor evangelism area, a medical clinic, an orchestra, a school, kindergarten to high school, at least two services per Sunday, English and Tagalog, a car for the pastor, and a house, many houses to be built for those who need it, perhaps an entire village, because faithful is he that calleth you who will also do it. We are here in Piatas doing things that I never thought we would do. And I'm going to give you the secret to how to do it. Uh, it's step by step, so follow quickly. Say to God, God, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no power to do any of this. You do it, Lord. I'll listen and obey. Yeah, that's the, that's the answer. And then every time God tells you to do something, you go ahead and do it. And it will work. Don't argue with him. Don't think your idea is better. Because it's not. You do what God tells you to do. And it will work. And these are things I feel God called me to do. How about you? Has he called you to this? Has he called you to more or to other things? Has he called you? Remember, 1 Thessalonians 5.24, Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. If you are a child of the king, he will call you to do something. Will you listen to him? As we start our, our uh, 15th year, let us run this race with patience and with joy and with happiness. And let's never forget our faith in Jesus and our love for the brethren. It's absolutely amazing what God has done for us. It is absolutely amazing. And as we, we come across our struggles, we look up and we say, God, how will that work? And you know what? God shows us every time you know, you never heard of, of uh, well, I, I don't think you have anyway, of churches where uh, they bring you to the government to report you for, uh, I don't know, having kids playing outside the church. There's one. That's one they brought us for. They wanted to get us kicked out of the area. Of course, they couldn't do it. And uh, there was about five different times some woman down the block stole one of the kids' basketballs and put a hole in it. Another one, another one, her kids were stealing money and they blamed our kids, but I know darn well it wasn't our kids. And other kids that weren't part of our church testified that the other ones were the ones doing it. There's so many people, and you know what? I, the only thing I think of is that verse that says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against uh, spiritual beings, people in high places. The devil has come in and pushed people to do things. He pushed three people who said they were Christians to take me to immigration court. And why did they take me to immigration court? I still don't know. 
They had no reason to do it. They had no plan that was thrown out. And one of them died already, and the two of them disappeared off the face of the earth. I don't know where they are. And so that was another one. And, and things happen all the time, and we get through it all the time because God is faithful. You want to do something for the Lord? You want to work? I'm going to tell you something. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because the greater things and the, and the harder they look to do, the more you put your nose to it and say, God, I'm following you, he will give you blessings upon blessings that you will never believe. What a wonderful thing it is to serve the Lord. Please, listen and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. So, okay, now, if you have any questions, you want to say anything, you can write me at 7101 at USA.net at 7101 at USA.net. Drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, on the other hand, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, all the people that will hear this, Lord God, uh, let them understand the words. Let them follow you, Lord God. Nothing to do with what I say, but what uh, you have said, Lord God. And you have made a way where there was no way at all. And yet, we get to do some spectacular things. Well, you're wonderful, Lord. Bless us all now as we go away. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you all. And to all, we will see you next time.